Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you. My name is Susie, and welcome or welcome back to the Life Abundant Podcast. I am so excited and so grateful that you're here. I'm starting to realize how sick I sound. I'm just kind of getting over a cold this week. Um, it's definitely been like a stressful, busy week, which always leads to a cold for me, but I feel like my voice kind of sounds a bit cool. It sounded cooler the other day. Right now, it just kind of sounds like not cute, but whatever, we're dealing with it. Um, but I'm really excited because this like podcast has kind of been like something I've thought about for a long time um, since this time last year, which is about decision making. Because um, close to this time last year, like in March was when I was making decisions about where I wanted to work in the summer of 2022. And also if I was going to be studying abroad. And I like thought that I knew all the things about making decisions because that was like such a difficult season for me. But I feel like I ended up making the right ones. Um, And then, sorry, that was gross. Um, But then just a few weeks ago, I had to make a quick, tough decision. And compared to the decisions I was making last year, I just noticed so much growth and so much change in how I went about doing that because of what I had learned from the last time. So this is still going to be a work in progress. I'm assuming I'm still going to continue to learn about not just making decisions, but really like following the spirit and doing the will of God. I feel like at the end of the day, like especially if you're a Christian and you, um, you know, really want to like please the Lord and do what he's calling you to do. Making decisions can be stressful because we put this pressure on ourselves of if I make the wrong one, like I'm being disobedient or immoral towards God when like that's kind of a lie or that leads us into a toxic thought process that that isn't motivated by truth. So I just kind of want to share. Um, this is going to be less advice giving and more just sharing as, as I'm saying. Um, just like my experience in kind of making tough decisions and you know I'm a junior in college there's going to be a lot of decisions in the next year or so in the future and I know that most of you guys are at stages of life where there's a lot of tough decisions so I hope that this can you know maybe give some insight that you can kind of learn from my experience but this is by no means like a how-to because I feel like for me like it's constantly like changing and evolving so yeah, just going to kind of share my experience with decision making. Um, so let's go back to March of 2022. So almost a year ago. Um, but at the time, I was working as a student ministry intern at my church. And I had um, like such a solid community there. I love my boss and his wife. They're like my two besties, my coworkers, Grace and Simon. You guys know Grace. Simon, I'm going to make him be on this sometime. I think I talked about him in the last podcast, too. He's probably, like, stopped talking about me. Anyway, but um, I was just, like, really content with where I was at. I was looking forward to living in an apartment my junior year. Um, I think I knew my living situation. I was living, like, where I, where I was supposed to be, where I'm living now uh, with my friend Quinn and Delaney. Um, and then, yeah, um, Junior year, I mean, it wasn't my last opportunity to study abroad, but people typically study abroad second semester sophomore year or their first semester junior year. And so um, I was kind of content in my decision to not study abroad. Um, I just, like, didn't want to, (laughs) basically. I 
had talked about it with some people my first semester and just decided that that like wasn't for me and I didn't want to do it. Um, mostly because I really, like I said, was content with where I was at and was looking forward to um, the, the first semester of my junior year and kind of felt like I had everything mapped out. So on spring break of my, of, of that time, so March, 2022, I was in my bed in my little beach house that I was staying at and I got a call from Jake, my boss, and he told me that him and his wife had gotten a job opportunity back where in their hometown in Oklahoma and that they would be moving there um, at the at the end of May. Um, and that just like completely messed up all my plans. And I hadn't really experienced like something out of the blue, kind of like messing up what you had for the future since like low key my parents got divorced. So this was like all very new territory for me. And I just remember like being on spring break with my friends and going on like an early morning walk to this like coffee shop and just like crying because I was so excited for them and was so grateful for like what the Lord was doing in their lives. But I was so sad because like this really kind of messed up like the plans that I had for myself. So just to, like take a pause there. I just feel like this instance really taught me like how truly sovereign the Lord is like we can plan and map out every aspect of our life, but there is always the opportunity for an external factor to completely derail us. And so, yes, I think there's value in in planning some of those things or having goals or having intentions, but we have to be willing to acknowledge that that it is not concrete, like that is so subject to change. And like that's why we like have to have so much faith and trust in the Lord because that's in his hands and he knows what's coming when we don't. And he's likely preparing us um, in some way or another. But that just really reminded me of that. And I hadn't really experienced it firsthand in quite a while. Um, So I just remember being really sad and thinking, you know, okay, well, this job and working for them was like one of the reasons why I didn't want to go abroad. So like, should I kind of reevaluate that decision? So I went on my, I remember like not being able to sleep because I was so like stressed about the situation as I'm still like chilling in Florida. Um, and in like the middle of the night, my friend Maddie's like dead asleep next to me. I go on my computer and I look up the, the study abroad applications and they were all closed. Like the due dates had all passed. I'm assuming it was March 1st. And by this time it was like the second week of March. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I guess I just like wasn't supposed to study abroad. At least I can be content in that decision. So go back to sleep, whatever. So that was, I believe, on like a Thursday. And on Saturday morning, I got an email from the study abroad office that a handful of applications had opened back up um, so that you could apply for them um, until the end of March. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is an opportunity for me to, for me to study abroad. Um, so within a week, I like got all my things together um, and... I uh, had to like complete this application. I had to go to these offices and get all these forms signed. Luckily, I already had a passport, so I didn't have to deal with that. And then, um, oh yeah, I needed a teacher recommendation. Um, At the time, I thought it was like a letter of recommendation, but I think it was more of just like a questionnaire. But I emailed one of my professors and I was like, hey, legend, like, I'm so sorry, this is short notice, but is there any way like you could fill out this... um, 
like recommendation for me. I like, I just generally didn't know this was happening until this week. Like, I'm so sorry. It's short notice. And I literally emailed this poor woman on like a Friday at like 4 PM and the application was due on like Sunday. So she said no, (laughs) which like, honestly queen for that. Like literally set your boundaries, Dr. Hogan, like literally love her. Um, but she said no. And so I was like, you know what? Okay. Like I've done everything that I could and this just clearly isn't in the cards for me. Like I'm just clearly not meant to study abroad. And then on Saturday night at like 11:50 PM, I get an email that she completed the question, like she completed the recommendation and I like almost peed my pants. I was so excited. Um, so on Sunday, like when the application was due, I had everything submitted and I was just waiting um, for, for an acceptance from this program. But, like, it's not, like, that deep. Like, everyone pretty much gets accepted. So I, like, had all my stuff for studying abroad. I knew that there was still time to back out if anything changed. But I was just really glad that, like, I took advantage of that while I had the week to do it. It was so stressful, though. Um, and then a few weeks later, um, also need to mention that I had an internship set up for the summer um, at this, like, publishing company. And then... I also got, and then so since Jake, my boss, was leaving the church, um, I got a job opportunity to, like, work more full-time at the church um, to kind of alleviate, like, where he was going to be gone. And then Jake offered me to work, um, or no, okay, okay, so basically I had this publishing, (laughs) sorry, obviously this was a very stressful time, um, I had this job opportunity and then I had the opportunity to work at Bottom. And I really did not know what to do. Um, I remember making so many pros and cons lists. I remember trying to figure it out. Um, And ultimately, I just decided that I needed to, like, do something new. Um, Like, while I was in college, I think it's important to take the advantage of opportunities to try, like, completely new things so that you can kind of discern where you like best. So that could be a piece of advice is like, you know, if you have the opportunity to try something different, maybe go for that because, you know, you know that you like or don't like what you're currently doing. So doing something different will give you new insight um, to what you may want to do in the future. So I decided to work at this publishing company. But since I had officially turned down the bottom, like the church offer, Jake, this king in Oklahoma, was like, oh, well, now I can offer if you want to work out with me in Oklahoma. And I was like, what the heck? Like, these decisions are getting too intense. So basically, like, throughout this time, I just remember, like, not being able to sleep, waking up at, like, 5 a.m. because I was so stressed. Um, Oftentimes, I was, like, you know, praying in air quotes about these decisions. But basically, I was just, like, talking at God. It was just, like, tell me what to do. And then instead of listening, I would just be like, oh, I'm so stressed. You know, like, I wasn't really being productive with my prayer life or um, just, like, really resting and, like, waiting to hear from the Lord. But I was kind of trying to force something out of him. And he was like, girl, you can't do that if you're not even going to listen to what I'm saying, you know. So I just remember not being able to sleep, waking up super early, like, feeling sick to my stomach. Um, And, like, asking pretty much everyone I knew. Like, I think there's a difference between seeking counsel and just trying to, like, draw attention to yourself or like grasping at straws for a decision 
because like I was just going to like random people and be like, what should I do? And they didn't know me. They didn't know my life. They didn't know like any of the circumstances. And so obviously like their answers weren't going to be like the ones that I was looking for or ones that were going to be helpful. So I was just like in this like constant state of stress. And then it wasn't until I began to like kind of slow down and just really narrow down the conversations I was having about these decisions to people that were really close to me. So I remember talking to my best friend, Grace and Stella, to my mentor about these things and my mom. So instead of like asking everyone I knew, just like kind of keeping it close to a few people and really like slowing down. And um, I remember Stella saying like, there's a difference between like studying God and like knowing him. And, and being with him. And I think that I was just, like, reading the Bible or, like, trying to find verses about decision-making just to, like, say that I was doing it or, like, to make myself feel better. But like I said earlier, I wasn't just, like, sitting down and, like, listening and asking the Lord, like, what he wanted me to do. Because ultimately he knew the outcome. Like, he knows, like, where I'm going to be working tomorrow and where I'm going to be working 20 years from now if I'm working, you know? So... Instead of just, like, trusting that and, like, really listening, I was just kind of trying to force a sign out of him. But, like, that's not really how God works. Um, literally, so a guy in one of my uh, theology classes this semester literally said, um, he's, like, just kind of, like, a silly, like, blunt guy. And he was, like, yeah, I feel like God should kind of be, like, a whole life thing, not just, like, using case of emergency thing. And I just thought that was so funny. I thought that was so true. But I was using God in case of an emergency, basically. So it was basically, like, a really stressful time is what I'm trying to say. Um, I did decide to study abroad in Vienna. Yay. We all know how that turned out. Super fun. Um, and then I decided to take the job at the publishing company, um, which ended up being good. Um I learned a lot, honestly. Um, I kind of learned about, like, a new side of ministry. Um, it was, like, a nine-to-five job, so that was really interesting, like, kind of getting a glimpse of, like, what that type of life looks like. Um, and I honestly, like, made pretty good money, so that was really helpful for when I was abroad. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think I, I made the right decisions there, and it was a good summer and obviously semester overall. But... Even though, like, I feel like I, I ultimately got to the right conclusions, like I've been saying, the time was just really marked by a lot of anxiety and a lot of doubt and, like, high pressure, you know? And so I was, like, all ready to make a podcast about decision-making, but, like, no, like, good advice came out of that. It was literally just, like, don't sleep until you finally decide on a decision and hope it's the best is basically what I followed. Um, so then basically a year later... And it's funny because, um, like, something I've been kind of praying with is, like, the concept of redemption and how, like, the Lord's just, like, redeeming a lot of the past narratives of my life and kind of creating new memories and um, just, like, redeeming a lot of those moments is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I had some tough decisions to make this this time of year, this time around. Um, so when I was in Vienna, I was applying for a few different jobs and I just really felt the Lord asking me to wait. I really knew that a random opportunity was going to come up when I got back to SLU, when I got back to St. Louis. But I was like a little too anxious. And I like was just 
caught up in putting feelers out like everywhere that I didn't really listen to that and I just like kept applying for jobs I was also praying that like I would not get the jobs if like I wasn't supposed to be doing them and I got like rejected from so many jobs and I was so sad but then I was like wait I literally prayed for this like I can't be sad um but I basically got into contact with um a missionary company or not company but like organization and after like going back and forth for months, like trying to figure out an opportunity that like fit with my summer and one that I was able to do, I got the opportunity to go to Tokyo, Japan for a mission um, internship this summer, which I was really, really excited about. Um, I was definitely really nervous. Like at the time, like when I was in Vienna, like going abroad again, like did it seem like anything to me I'd be I was thinking like oh that would be really fun like I like you know this experience of being abroad like I want to do it again but then once I got back home I was like oh this is gonna be hard like leaving again but I knew that it was like for a really awesome purpose and that it was going to be like such an incredible experience um so I was willing to do it and then I just kind of started to feel like anxious not anxious about it but like I started to feel a little bit unsettled and I kind of was reminded of like what God was asking of me when I was in Vienna of waiting and I think that something that I really struggle with in my personal faith is like getting ahead of God um and instead of like waiting and kind of seeing like what he has for me or listening to what he might be asking me to do um I like just kind of get ahead of it and want to take matters into my own hands. Um, and I think that a lot of like women kind of struggle with that because, and I want to do a whole other podcast on Sarah in the old Testament, but I really saw that with her when I was studying it in one of my classes is like, as women, like when we're in situations where we feel kind of abandoned or betrayed by like men or people that are supposed to protect us, that we could like project that onto God And we have this, like, fear that, you know, if we don't take care of ourselves, nobody else is going to, you know. Um, So, again, that's a whole other podcast that I'll do another time. But I'm just saying that, thinking that you might be able to relate with that feeling of getting ahead of God. Um, But that's kind of, that was, like, my conviction. And so I was kind of praying through that. I was like, okay, well, now I'm, like, going to Tokyo. So, like, how am I going to get out of this, basically? And, like, I don't want to get out of this. Like, this is what came up. This is what I wanted to do. Um, And without getting into the details, just for, like, privacy reasons, basically, like, something kind of happened at bottom um, in the last, like, week or so that I found out about. And as it was being explained to me, I just was so convicted and just thinking, oh, shoot, I really need to stay here this summer. I need to support this church. I need to support the student ministry. And I knew that, like, the Lord had a special kind of anointing on me. Like, I was, like, just because of, like, my past there and because of my experience there, like, I was really the only one that I felt like could do it. And I was like, shoot. So basically, I had to decide whether I was willing to stay home this summer or go to Japan. So I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's, like, a bigger decision than the one I was making over the summer. But, like, that is not just, like, a low-key decision. And I had to make it fast. I had to make it within, like, a matter of days because I was waiting to hear back from this, like, grant, basically. Um, Anyway, so going into this decision, 
first of all, like, I feel like people our age or, like, college-age students, like, oftentimes, or, like, young Christians is what I'm trying to say. Like, we also, we often ask, like, oh, like, what is the will of God for my life? Like, how do I know what God's calling me to do? Um, basically, like, how do I hear from the Lord? And I think that it's a lot simpler than we try to make it. Um, you know, God has his will for us, which is basically to serve him and to like abide by what Jesus said in the, in the gospels and, um, like the laws of the old Testament, not all of them, obviously, but, um, you know, be guided by the word in that way. Um, like the Lord makes that very clear to us in, in scripture of what his will is for us. Um, I think that's called like his revealed will or something like that. But, you know, obviously there's the layer of like, okay, but what does that personally look like in my life? And I think that as long as you are within that realm of like God's revealed will, if you are abiding by what scripture has said, if you are abiding by the counsel that you have been given and are, you know, seeking the Lord daily, then like you're kind of chilling and like it doesn't really matter what you do, but if you're doing it for the glory of God, it'll, it will be blessed. Um, and when people say like, oh, you know, like I really, I like God, like very like specifically called me to like move to Nashville, but I'm not sure if I should do it. Like if God, if like you really feel that like God has specifically called you somewhere or like is specifically asking something of you, then it's not like something you should be questioning. Like you should just be doing it, you know? And so if you're questioning it, it might be something that's kind of coming from you and not the Lord. Like it might be a desire of your own flesh or like your own self and not, you know, like what God himself is asking you to do. So basically, like, both kind of decisions were in, like, the realm of, of like, scripture and, like, God's revealed will. Um, but it was kind of more of, like, okay, now, like, on a personal level, like, how, like, what is God truly asking of me in this specific situation? And... I, I don't really know how to describe it, but I just like such a peace and joy of staying here and helping at this church and in this community that I love. And I remember I wrote it down in my journal of like, I kind of want to stay home, but I don't know if that's like being disobedient. I don't know if that's like the right decision. Um, but that was what I really wanted to do. And sometimes I feel like I think that because I want to do something, that means it's, like, against the Lord. And that's not true. Like, God knows the desires of our hearts and has placed them there so that they can be fulfilled in Him and so that we can become closer to Him and grow deeper in our relationship with Him. So those things, like, don't have to be in opposition. They're synonymous. They're, our, our desires are fulfilled by God. And that was, like, a, a true desire of my heart in that moment. So I wrote that down, and then I went on a walk with Grace and like I said, she's just that person that I go to when I need like good advice like that. So I'm just kind of like pouring this out onto her. And she was like, Susie, like, I don't think there's a question. Like, I just really feel like the Lord has a special anointing for you at Bonham. And like, you are the person that can do this. And like, you should go for it. And like, he will work the rest out. And that just made me feel so good. And she was really the only person I talked to before I, like, kind of made the final decision, which, like I said, was really good of helping me to, you know, kind of stay focused and not, like, have all these conversations going on with different people that didn't even know, like, the circumstances of my life, like, 
Grace is probably the person that like could like speak into the situation more than anyone else could. Um, and then, you know, just in my personal time with the Lord, um, I, I honestly wasn't even like, I feel like when I was making my decision last year, I was like really busy myself trying to find verses and like kind of pull them out of context to apply to my life. And that was really confusing because I was like twisting these random verses to fit with what I needed them to. But, you know, that's just contradictory because that, that wasn't its intention. And so then it would just be confusing. So I honestly like, there wasn't like one verse that really stuck out to me or like there wasn't something that jumped off the page that said like, you need to stay home or you need to go far away. But it was really just like my personal like prayer with the Lord. Like I just felt like so much peace and affirmation um, in staying home as I was like kind of talking about that with him. And like, I don't really know how else to describe it. Um, but, but yeah, I made that decision. Um, it's been like so affirmed by other people in my life since then. And I feel so confident in, in what, in what ended up happening. And so I was kind of like, okay, whoa, like what changed between like these two like big decisions and how am I feeling so good and so much better after this one? And like, it wasn't marked by anxiety or sleepless nights. Whereas that's how I felt with this other decision. So when I was like telling my friend Molly, which you guys know Molly as well, um, like just everything that was going on with Tokyo and staying here, um, I told her that I decided to stay here. And she just asked me, do you feel obligated or called? And that shook my life. Like what an insightful, good question. I don't know where she heard it, um, she's going to be so lit that I'm talking about this. Um, but, but wow, like what, like what a powerful question. And I feel like that was the difference between these two decisions is that I, even though I didn't have the language to, um, say that that's like what I was deciding between was like being called or obligated. That was kind of where my heart was in making the decision I did a few days ago was, I was feeling obligated to go to Tokyo because I had made this commitment because it seemed like it'd be cool to do. It'd be cool to tell people about, you know, um, but I really felt called to, to be at bottom. I didn't feel obligated at all. Like if anything, like the people at bottom were saying like, girl, like you don't have to stay here. Like you can do whatever you want. Like we will support you and, and whoever the best that we can. Um, but I didn't have that language or I didn't have that heart posture when I was making those decisions a year ago. Um, but if I did have that language, I feel like it would have been so much easier because I didn't feel obligated to study abroad. Um, if anything, like I was really content with the decision that I didn't want to. Um, and I, I did feel obligated to like go to Oklahoma and do this internship with Jake because I just like love him and his wife so much that like I just wanted to kind of like please them and like make them happy by being there you know but I felt called to take on this internship that was new and that was a little bit out of my comfort zone you know so that like would have saved me so much stress if I had that language a year ago um and and that posture and that was what really really helped me this time around so I 
like my biggest like advice I guess even though I said I wasn't giving advice um when making like big decisions like this is just really asking yourself like do I feel obligated to do this or do I feel called because even if something is like uncomfortable or you know maybe it's not like the coolest or most popular thing to do there's still a differentiation between feeling that you have to do it versus feeling like, okay, there's something different about this opportunity that I'm really drawn to that, you know, I'm not comfortable or like I wouldn't feel content with not going for it, you know? And something that really helped me with deciding to go abroad was over, I guess, my birthday, my aunt gave me this like travel book of Vienna and it was on my bookshelf in my dorm room. And I remember like being up late, deciding what I was going to do and seeing that book on the bookshelf and being like, you know, if I don't go to Vienna, I'm never going to be able to see that the name of that country again, uh, not country, that city again, or like think of Austria again without feeling regret or like without feeling like discomfort and anxiousness of, oh, I had that opportunity and I didn't do it. And then thinking about like, I kind of like put my mind in that same place of like, if I see, like, Tokyo or, like, something that alludes to it again, like, I would, like, I would be, like, complacent toward that. Like, I wouldn't feel, like, really one way or the other. And that kind of helped me decide, too, of, okay, like, there's not something that, like, I'm, I feel like I'd be missing out on or, like, I feel like I wouldn't have peace about. Because I think that's something huge in making decisions, too, is, like, like I said, you can still feel uncomfortable or, like, you know, a little bit, like, healthily anxious about doing something, but you can still have peace about it. Like, you still have this underlying sense of, no, like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, basically, like, discerning these feelings comes with just, like, silence. Like, for me, I was busying myself with, like, trying to read books and listen to podcasts and talk to people about what I should be doing, when the whole time, all I needed to do was just to be quiet and to rest And to let the Lord say what he was wanting to say to me. And when I did do that this time around, like, that peace and that contentment came so much sooner. And obviously, I didn't take, it didn't take the same toll on, like, my mental health or, like, sleep or whatever it is. So, I feel like there's so many things in the media and culture now that, like, you can use as a guide to make decisions. But, like, we were never really designed to do that, you know? Like, we were always designed to just go to the Lord with those things in solitude and in prayer. Like, when Jesus was contemplating these huge moments in his life, like, he was not going on, like, Tiger Beat and taking a quiz or, you know, listening to, like, 30 podcasts about decision-making by random people making podcasts in the business school study rooms. Oh, wait, that's me. I'm just kidding. Um... But he was just being silent and asking the Lord. And so literally my motivation behind all these podcasts is not that like you take these as like your life's advice or like guiding posts or whatever, but is that you're just encouraged to go to the Lord and to just be still, to be silent, just ask like, what do you, what do you want for my summer? What do you want for my living situation next year? What do you want for um, my post-graduation plans, you know? And though, like, he will answer you in time and he will intervene if 
you are like completely going down the wrong path. You just have to keep your eyes open. You just have to be aware. And like Matthew 633 says, you just have to seek first the kingdom of God. Like the first thing in like any decision is like, can I serve the Lord in this? And if the answer is yes, then like you're kind of good. Um, but if the Lord has like more specific plans for you, like he will reveal them to you in time. So basically that is what I've learned about decision making. There will be many more updates to come um, in the next few years, which I'll be excited to talk to you guys about. But like I said, I just encourage you to um, just kind of sit um, with the things that you're wrestling with in just like some good old contemplation, just in some silence, lock yourself away in a room. <laughs> and I promise you that like you cannot mess up God's plan for your life. Um, you can try, but he won't let you. So I hope this is somewhat of an encouragement to you. Um, it, you can email um, lifeabundantpod at gmail.com. If you have like specific decisions that you would like me to be praying about for you, or um, if like you related to anything in this podcast, maybe like you're considering studying abroad or something like that, I would love to like share my experience with that um, or like anything. So yeah, just email me. Um, but I completed my goal of doing two podcasts a month, even though this is on the second to last day of the month. Um, but I will, I will see you or hear or talk at you guys next time hopefully we'll be having some guests in the next few episodes so be sure to check back and yeah thank you guys so much for listening um make good decisions (laughs) and i don't know how to end this um bye